Hello all you gore fiends and horror hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z. Uh, this week, uh, Greg is join me, joining me once again. Yeah, I'm always here. Like Get every used week? to it. Yeah. <laughs> How you been? Oh, not bad. I mean, we literally just recorded, what, three days ago? Yeah, so, like, is anything new in the last three days? <laughs> um. Well, like, my toes, like, kind of falling off, so that's something. That sucks. It's... It's disgusting. Like you were talking about last week, you hated body horror. You should see my toe right now. It's wild. Oh, really? Is it? Uh, does it look like pus gremlin? Kind of like because it it's all dry and calloused, but now it's cracked and oh. it's like splitting at the crack. Oh, that's that wild painful. right now. Yeah, it sounds painful. Oh yeah, so I was thinking about you and your uh dislike of body horror i'm like i'm gonna send pictures and videos to brett <laughs> i'm just like oh my god and then i just stare at it for five minutes i'm like i but still yeah. feel something <laughs> yeah but i was supposed to do ruthless tonight and rob bailed he had a late day at work and i didn't want to lose the slot i'm like well i have this time already carved out to record and luckily you were able to hop in and we'll still release the same day but it worked out yeah, and it also kind of fits in as well because, like, Ruthless being a wrestling podcast and this movie starring a wrestler. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we should mention that we're doing Santa's Sleigh. Yeah, from two thousand five. Yeah, um, uh, starring Bill Goldberg himself. Now I know like very little about wrestling. Is Goldberg? Is this the Goldberg that like his uh, stick was like? Um, he won every match. At the beginning, yeah, he had a huge undefeated streak for a uh, long time. Okay, where but like he had like hundreds and hundreds of wins, but he never yeah. had a belt. One of like that guy. Oh no, he won the belt. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, later. Yeah, he, in WCW, he went on this giant rampage of a winning streak and never lost. And who? Kevin Nash is the wrestler who broke the streak finally. Okay, so I know a little bit about. Well, uh, what time period was that? That was WCW, so that was the late 90s and early 2000s when that was going on. Right. Then he later signed with WWE. That's the stuff I usually would watch whenever I was like really into wrestling, is like the 90s stuff. So that might be why I kind of know a little bit. Yeah. Now, this time period, actually, because this movie came out in 2005, so what, they were probably filming in 2004 and 2005, I'd assume. You would think, yeah. Yeah, so... That's interesting because this is right when he left for the first time WWE. He left in April of 2004. Oh, okay. So was he like trying to go and be an actor, like trying to do like a Dwayne The Rock thing? See, I don't think he his intention was to ever like full-time act, but he did some acting here and there. Like he was in that remake of The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was in that. He was one of the guards. Oh, okay. I mean... Wait, was he a guard or... No, he wasn't a guard. He was an inmate. Never mind. Oh, okay. It's been so long since I've seen that one. I've never even seen the original. I haven't either, but I did like that, the Sandler version. I actually really enjoyed that for an Adam Sandler movie. Is strange for me to say. Yeah, it's one of his better movies. It's not a fun with Dick and Jane, or what was that? No, that's not the movie. Is it the... What's the one where he played the sister oh, and the Jack brother? Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill, yeah. Which I've gone on record of saying is... To me, the worst movie of all time. Well, like, I love, like, I watch Red Letter Media all the time, and they make fun of Adam uh, Sandler all the time. And the one thing they brought up did make a lot of sense. It's like, okay, Adam Sandler wants to go to Hawaii. He's going to base a film around Hawaii so he can go on vacation and film a movie with his friends. Yeah, he's really smart. I mean, it is the perfect, like, kind of gig he has going on. Yeah. Adam Sandler wants to hang out with Al Pacino, get him in a weird role as himself. Yeah, he doesn't have to be funny, and he gets to go to Hawaii. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I had never seen this movie, strangely, like, with me being a big wrestling fan and everything, until today. Okay, so this was your first watch. Yeah. Okay, now, like, I'm really interested in this, because I love it when people watch movies I like for the first time. What did you think? Like, overall? I thought it was a fun watch. Yeah. I'll put it that way. I don't think it's a good movie. 
Oh, but no, I do not, not regret all. watching it in the slightest. I had a great time watching it. It's a lot of fun, and it's a pretty short movie, actually. Like, it doesn't... If this was, like, an hour and a half movie, I think I wouldn't like it as much as I do. It's just in and out pretty quick. I think it's, like, hour 15. I think it is about an hour and a half, maybe a little less. Yeah. It was 90 a little minute, bit less. Yeah. yeah. But, um, um, no, but I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was stupid, but it was fun. Yeah, like... One of my just to like to jump to one of the scenes that really stuck sticks out to me because I think I saw this movie for the first time like three or four years ago. Um, I love the shots of him at the end when he's chasing them in the sleigh. Oh my god, that that chase scene that goes on for like ten minutes. Yeah, and it's but like the shots are so awkward of him like flying in the sleigh. I love it so much. <laughs> just the plot of this movie because I'm like, how are they gonna spin this? Like, because I didn't know anything about it really. So I was like, is he just a guy dressed as Santa? No, he's really Santa. Yeah, because and... that's um that's what a lot of these movies do. Like the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies, it's a guy dressed as Santa. There's yeah, like Christmas like... Evil, it's a guy dressed as Santa. It's really never Santa as the one doing it. Even Krampus yeah, like, is Tales a different from the Crypt movie. had one where a guy was dressed as Santa, I remember, d- killing people. Yeah, you don't ever really see Santa himself is the killer. Which the backstory yeah. they set up was really interesting. Oh, it was actually a really like for for a movie where you're having Santa be your killer was a good backstory. Yeah, it was really clever for this kind of movie. Yeah, so um obviously here's the warning, full spoilers ahead. Um if you haven't seen it like me, usually I make fun of that. If you haven't seen this ten year old movie, but I didn't. So well, well also, this one is like I wouldn't even count this as like a B movie. It's almost like a C plus movie. It was, did this have a theatrical release? Oh, I couldn't imagine that it did. If it did, it would must have been like super small. But I see this as a direct uh, DVD. Yeah, if it wasn't for the boobs, I'd say it's a sci fi original. Yeah, true. But th- that gave me which. Do you know where I watched this? Where? On YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's where I usually end up watching it as well, and I'm super surprised that it's been on there for, like, three or four years. I know, they just don't care, like, we're not gonna make any money off of this, just leave it there. No, back in the day, they were, like, super militant about that. It seems like they're a lot more lax now. (laughs) Two things, the copyright and the nudity. I was surprised both on YouTube. Yeah, and it has, like, a lot of views. It has, like, 60 or 70,000 views, I think. Yeah. So, but um so the backstory is there were two immaculate conceptions. Obviously yeah. Jesus and then Santa. Down and, down. <laughs> and Santa was the Satan version, like Satan's only begotten child on earth. And the thing that was the weird way cuz the way they did the backstory was funny too cuz they went almost that christmas special like stop motion yeah they went complete it. rankin and bass with it which i completely love cuz i love yeah, the specials that was a really nice touch honestly i was glad they did that and that satan bet an angel like basically a curling game yeah it's like, a canadian angel yes uh i don't even remember what satan would have got if he won but if the angel won, Satan would have to, for the next thousand years, his day that he would go and unleash terror, which was Christmas, he would have to make a day of joy instead of slaying. So he became the Santa we know. Right. Well, uh, Santa is Satan's uh, child. Yes. Yeah. It's not Satan. It's like Damien type. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Satan? Yeah. Oh, I meant Santa. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Satan, Santa, same thing. Yes, which it makes a lot more sense now too, because I see I've been seeing that meme for years about like the kid messing up who they write the letter to, and it's like this like Demogorgon looking thing that they get for Christmas. Oh yeah. Um. So what was it? I love just this entire concept is wild. I wanted to be at the pitch meeting where Goldberg got this script. Well, it looks like it was a ton of fun to make. Oh, yeah. I do enjoy his ho-ho-hos, because it's angry ho-ho-hos. Yeah. Um, and you get a lot of them, let me tell you. Especially, I love it in the strip club. That's just, like, such a great, like, okay, that's funny. That's, that's oh, a yeah. bad joke. <laughs> oh, the the puns on this. Uh, 
Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Ho, ho, ho. Naughty. Like, there's so many of them in this. I was going to say, yeah, like, I noticed Naughty from, like, it's a good call out from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, yeah. And I also love that this Christmas movie also has a dad, well, like, a dad figure who is also a terrible inventor. <laughs> I I wrote this down, too. Yes, yes, we do. As we said, the 80s inventor dad. It's two movies in a row. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's something with the Christmas thing. Who knows? Yeah, it's got to be, because I swear there's another Christmas movie where, like, the dad's an inventor type thing. Yeah. All right, let's kick it to the beginning, because this opening sets the tone for this movie right away. Oh, yeah, with um, Corky Romano and, um, what's her name, Fran Drescher? Is that her name? I don't know. Is that her real name, or is that her character name? Oh, I'm not sure if... I I, I think 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 you're right. I think that's her real name. I think that is her real name, but... The Nanny. Yeah. Yeah, um, her and who was the dad figure's name? What was his name? I forget his. He's another one of those. I forget his name, but he's in like so many movies. Well, it was funny that he was in this because he's the main. He's the dad and elf. Yes. <laughs> so I just thought it was kind of funny that he was in this too. Yeah, the this is the superior Christmas movie. <laughs> I think the box office would disagree with us, but I agree with Wait, you. What do you think this pool would, would pull in in box office, like, two grand? No, um, because you got to realize how diehard wrestling fans are. Never underestimate that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they have the backing of that. Yeah, but still, and this is when all wrestlers weren't acting yet, so it's still kind of a novelty, especially not in just a supporting role as a main. Um conservative estimate but also realistic i'd get well I'd pass the 10 million mark but which is pretty small for a wide release oh god i was gonna say like think kevin smith yoga hosers well yeah <laughs> that's about how much that pulled in right oh no it didn't make that i don't think it made 10 million there's no way yoga hosers didn't make 10 million i don't think it did i mean no, but I... he didn't have a major i said if it had a wide release though Oh, if it had a wide release, okay, but... Yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing yoga hosers in theaters, and it was just me and one other guy, and it was the same other guy that I watched Tusk with. <laughs> and it, like, <laughs> you two should be friends. Yeah, like, we he's a mailman. Like, anytime, like, a Kevin Smith movie comes out, we both go see it at the same theater, because it's, like, this weird college theater downtown. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, like, we stayed, like, each, after each movie and talked for, like, an hour about the movie. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, he was a nice guy. I wish I would have gotten his name or something, because it was fun talking to him. Well, eventually there'll be another movie. You can get it then. Yeah, whenever there's Moose Jaws. Yes. But, anyway, it starts, this is the most awkward family dinner, is it not? Oh, yeah, I love how, like, like um this movie's version of, like, people being bad is they just say, like, motherfucker a lot. <laughs> Well, these people were complaining about um, that they needed the certain super expensive brand purse or it's nothing. Um, I'm assuming Fran Drescher was the elf guy's wife, but she was getting getting it on with the guy next to her. With and Corky no Romano. <laughs> yeah, why, why was that going on? Right. I, I don't know. And like... They were just all arguing and being weird with each other, and then Santa comes down the chimney and bursts through the chimney, which was amazing. And immediately punts the dog, and I love how the dad gives a little look like, okay, I'm alright with that. <laughs> I, I did write negative uh, 25 points anytime the dog dies. Yeah. I, I can watch people get slaughtered all day. I don't even want to see the dog get kicked. Oh, that's like the scene in uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith. Oh, that's yeah. so bad. That's funny, me and Maxwell just talked about I Am Legend on the last Geek Positive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Just a little bit. Um, But, yeah, and then he just, he lights Fran's head on fire. Yeah, she, uh, he completely Freddy Kruegers her, and then, like, even after that, like, she has a bald cap on with, like, a few, like, tufts of hair coming off. She's like, yeah. no, no! <laughs> yeah, like, so, like I said, it sets the tone right away, because it's not gonna be, like, scary, like, too gory or anything like it's Shaun of the dead level between intense and humor and it's like a great opening to a movie like whenever like before the uh the scene before like the title card comes up 
Oh like yeah, the, uh, Friday, uh, like the Friday the Thirteenth remake, like how eight people die before the credits even start. That Friday remake is like it feels like half a movie before that title card comes up. And when I saw that in theaters, someone shouted out, "They're like, and that was just the fucking beginning!" And like <laughs> everyone went nuts. Like that was a great movie to see. <laughs> um, what else do we got? We got the and then he drowns her in eggnog. Correct? Yes. Because almost every death will have some sort of holiday theme to it. It either has a holiday pun or they get killed by a holiday-themed thing. Yes. Uh, the dad has a turkey leg shoved in his mouth and then slammed onto the table. Yeah, he, he gets, like, crucified to the table and then, like, has a turkey leg shoved down his throat. <laughs> what, what is he ninja star the one girl with? Well, is it? Oh, it's the um star on top of the tree. Oh, that's right. I knew it was something. It was <laughs> like he had his own. Like within five minutes, Goldberg throws out like seven like one-liners and kills eight people. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. And then I'm glad you brought up the title card because I, as we both said, we're suckers for good or creative title cards, right? And it was Satan's, and then the letters quickly shuffled around to Santa's sleigh. Yeah, it's really great. So uh, that that got a good chuckle out of me. And then we cut to the deli. Yes, this is the uh, Jewish deli, correct? Yeah. That the uh, kid's working in. Yeah. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Yeah, we cut to the deli, and there's this just old lady being a complete bitch. Oh, just like the uh, old lady from Gremlins that we just talked about. Yeah, exactly. See, the, a lot of these holiday horror things have similar beats to them. Well, I love she's like, he's like, happy holidays. She's like, none of that per, uh, political correct shit. You say Merry Christmas. And he's like, yeah. Merry Christmas. She's like, yeah, and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you said, looks, anyone bad just says fuck a lot. And she looks over at this girl, and what's that girl got to be, like, 16 years old? And she's like, and you're a slut. <laughs> yeah. dude i gotta tell you though you know too because you've worked with them that is the general public though not all of them but you get that oh completely like i remember this one time me and my mom were in a subway uh waiting in line for dinner and there was this old lady uh well she wasn't old late i would say she's like late 50s so not old old um yeah but not a spring chicken either right well she's asking what goes into every sub and there must have been at least 10 people in line and she finally went to like the fifth sub she's like well what's on the meatball sub my mom goes oh, jesus fucking christ there's fucking meatballs on it and she turned around and walked away and i was like okay i guess we're gonna go eat somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> and it's subway you get to put whatever you want on it yeah it's completely customizable lady <laughs> Whatever you tell them to put in the sub is what's going to be in the sub. If you want that sub cold, they'll give it to you cold. <laughs> yeah, they might not. They might say, "Look, you're not going to like it, but here you go." Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The, the deli bitch. That's as I put her down as my notes. <laughs> and then she's driving away. And am I correct, or did it become nighttime? Oh, that I'm not sure. I didn't pay enough attention yeah, to. I think it night but then the sleighs behind her and why is his reindeer a buffalo oh yeah i love that it's a buffalo but they keep calling it a reindeer yes ever i thought i was going insane for a minute i seriously started doubting I'm like wait do reindeer look like this i was gonna say like ever since i was little i knew what a buffalo looked like because that's one of the weird things that they drum into like cartoons and whatnot or buffaloes yeah and like i'm like why does a reindeer look like a buffalo? I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, has everything else lied to me? Right. Yeah, but it's like, but yeah. it, it's one lone buffalo, and like, sometimes the buffalo's nose, like, glows red. Yes. So is it supposed to be Rudolph Buffalo? <laughs> and I love that he goes, move, bitch, get out the way. Yeah. Um, how does he kill her? Um, Does he kill her? Oh, yeah, he's got... Oh, fuck. How does he kill her? I just watched this. I know. I just did a few minutes ago, too. But I don't have anything written down for the kill, though. It, I don't know if it must not have been memorable, then. If it was, yeah. fuck. 
Well, anyway, it cuts back to the our main boy. We'll call them main boy and main girl, unless you have the names here. Or I can look it up. I don't have the... I don't think it really matters a whole... Well, the boy's name is Nicholas, I remember, because I'm like, oh, oh that's clever. Exactly. Don't mm. let her name be Noel, please. No, I think it's Mary. That's close it's, enough. I'm, I think that's what's showing here on a... Yep, Nicholas letterbox. and Mary. Yeah. You got it. Oh, that's clever. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, why does he have so many locks, which wasn't just a weird quirk it actually came into play later like you learn why but i'm like he's spending like three minutes unlocking his doors yeah where later on in the movie like he like immediately unlocks all three doors in like two seconds with like one key yes so as you point out all the time there's our first plot hole yes I didn't even count plot holes in this because there would be oh, way too many. The entire movie is a plot hole. This is yes, a movie exactly. that's just like, you need a bunch of research beverages and just to sit back. Yeah. Uh, oh, you get our first jumps. I think our only jump scare, honestly, is when he's looking for his grandpa. He gets to the basement. His grandpa, they have the scary music and the, hey, out of camera frame. Yeah. Um, And then he's like... Let's go down to the bunkers. Like, have you been on one of your inventing binges again? And I'm like, oh no, another one. Another inventor. Yes. This one did not have the toothpaste box. And he kind of looks like Doc Brown with like the white hair. <laughs> yeah, I was getting Doc Brown vibes the whole time too. I'm glad yeah. you also caught that. Um, Why do they have the crop dusting scene? I don't know. It, it, it that's another one of those one. It's like, just is it? There's so many parts of this movie that are just funny on their own, and then they try to shove stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like they walk up the stairs. He goes, "Sorry." He's like, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Oh no!" Like and grabs his nose. He goes, "I said sorry." There's got to be like, a fart joke. <laughs> oh no! It 100 was a fart joke. Yeah. I'm like, why is it there? <laughs> Like, it just seems so out of left field for everything else in the movie. It's not like the grandpa was a slob character, you know? Yeah, they needed to pad the runtime. They're like, shit, we only have an hour. Let's throw some <laughs> fart jokes in. Quick, have the grandpa fart in his face. Fart jokes and boobs. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And then we get our next Santa kill. Another one that seemed out of nowhere, like nothing else with it. But someone tries to mug him. And he takes a candy cane, shoves it into his eye, shoves his face into the wall. Yes. Which is like and, a great, it's like Joker-esque, which is like almost uh, around the same time period. Because what was Dark Knight like around? Uh, Dark Knight was 2008. Okay. Dark yeah. Knight ripped off Santa's sleigh. <laughs> You're not wrong. Frauds. Um, <laughs> I do want to also bring up real quick before we get too far away. That opening scene... Have you ever seen Punisher Warzone, the movie? No. Okay. I got insane Punisher Warzone vibes because there's a part like where there's a mob family sitting around the table and the Punisher just jumps on the table and basically methodically kills everyone around the table. Yeah. It reminded me exactly of that. Is that uh, one of the ones with Dolph Lundgren? No, it's uh, the one that came after the Thomas Jane one but didn't have Thomas Jane in it. Okay. Um... So yeah, uh, Wayne Knight was microchip. Uh, I don't know why that name sounds familiar. Wayne Knight is Newman from Seinfeld. Oh, okay. And he's also in Space Jam and shit. Yeah. Okay. But oh, none of that. Um, Grandpa knows the truth about Santa. Yeah, I love also like Grandpa's like tur page turning machine where it's like a bad like finger thing. And this is a giant contraption that you have to hook the book into. <laughs> no, no joke. Do you know where that would come in handy? What? Musicians. I was like, that's actually not a terrible idea. Oh yeah, that's true. Like if you're reading sheet music and you have to stop to turn the page, that's actually a nice invention for that. Well, it, it depends on what kind of music I guess you're trying to do. If you're doing like punk or like death metal, like that thing's going to wear out pretty soon. You're going to need a lot of page turning. Oh, machines. yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm like, you know what? That I know it's supposed to be like, oh, look at this dumb idea, but he could sell that one. Yeah, just a little bit of tinkering and it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. So out of our two inventors, I got to give the edge to the Santa Slay inventor. Oh, yeah. Because at least it works. It doesn't immediately blow up or like. Maybe, uh, 
they've like put the orange in like the juicer machine and gremlins and like there's not that much juice in an orange but like five gallons of orange juice come spurting out of it <laughs> yeah it's actually and like, he's not been sucked great... into inventor conventions yeah it's like actually a great invention it's like somehow you made it that an orange can produce five times the amount of juice it's supposed to <laughs> yeah we can knock out starvation with this uh, but um, he knows the truth about Santa, and he basically gives that whole story that we already kind of recapped at the beginning. Right. Uh, what does he say? He's like, why don't you like Santa? Uh, he's like, he's not the happy guy from the Coca-Cola bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, like, that's a, another, like, the throwback to, like, how, like, the opening credits are. I love it's, like, Santa all throughout time. And it's him, like, just, like, with a shit-eating grin on him, on his face the entire time, just waiting. Oh, yeah, I did like that, too. That was cool. Um, is this also when, like, Nicholas is reading the book, and he's like, wow, that was exactly a thousand years ago. <laughs> oh, that's a little later after the uh, Mary comes back. Okay. Because we, sh- we should bring up that she shows up with a Wolverine, a just dead Wolverine to give to the grandpa. Yeah, and he, it, she, uh, the grandpa lifts up, like, the tinfoil, and is there, like, just a wolverine dick laying there, or is it just meat that looks like one? Oh, it was just a dead wolverine. There's still the fur and everything. Oh, on. really? Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, oh, why? Did she say it was roadkill or no? Because it looked no, like roadkill. Um, she's like, my dad shot it this morning, and he shot too many of them, or something like that. Oh, yeah, because that dad's going to come back into play later for a character we've never seen, and they expect me to remember that little bit of trivia about him that he hunts. Yeah, it's like, um, I mean, spoilers for the very end. It's like, yeah, it's this guy that has like a 30-second scene saves the day. Is he even in the movie before that? No, not at all. That's the first time we see him. This was the only other mention of him as well, too. Yeah, they they mention him here, and then like, whenever... uh, she says like Merry Christmas to the grandpa and yeah. she's like, your family's weird. And he's like, your dad's weird. And that's how they like leave for a while. <laughs> yeah. She, do you know what she brings him what? as a gift? Hmm. Uh, a gun is like, why the fuck did you get me a gun? Oh and, yeah. But it's a transformer, like an off brand transformer. It's a, was it an Autobot or is that a transformer as well? Uh, the Autobots yeah, Autobots are Transformers. Okay. Go-Bots is what Go-Bots. you're thinking. Yeah. They're the cave Transformers. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's funny that it was a gun Transformer, because that was a real thing, actually. And they were banned. Yeah, because it looked too much like a gun, right? Yeah, it, it was like, we're not giving this out. No, because I think they also kind of make reference. Have you ever seen the movie Airheads? Uh, with no. like Brendan Fraser's in it and Adam Sandler and fuck I forget what the third guy is but it's like a rock band and like Adam Sandler works in a toy store and like steals guns like fake guns but they're like those ones oh okay no I never saw it Um, but yeah they have a fight Mary leaves and then that's where he goes back to the book and everything okay and is, um, that, is that around when we get the, um, like, Rankin and Bass type, like, ex- explanation, or was that early Yeah, wrong? I think so. Yeah. That's around then. And I love, like, when he gets worried, he's like, that's a thousand years ago today, and he goes to the Santa Tracker thing. Oh, yeah, he goes onto the website for the Santa Tracker, and he's like, is this Santa Tracker real? And they're like, how old are you? And he's like, 16. They say, like, no, and neither is Santa. It's like, sorry if your parents didn't break that news to you yet. Yeah, I look, I gotta jump in and say this. The amount of why is this here? Not this. The, the that made sense with the movie, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, the amount of why is this here that we've already covered is insane. And we're barely into the movie. Well, it has a great setup for like what the plot is, but they look also kind of like gremlins to bring that back up the plot is very simple oh yeah santa's on i'd actually say this plot's slightly more complicated because they give more backstory at least yeah it's just like santa's terrible at curling and he loves canada (laughs) yeah next we uh cut to the christmas eve church service and the 
preacher or pastor is very like no one's giving it up in the offering really hammering home the offering He's like don't put coins in there put bills yeah and at first i'm like because so far santa's kind of been like almost a jason like character where everyone he's killed has just been bad people right so i'm thinking already i'm like well there the pastor's just like being greedy there's his transgression i guess that's gonna get him killed but no we hit a better one yeah, that's like why he's naughty. <laughs> yeah. Um, we it's he goes to the strip club. I forget what it's called, but and that's why he wanted all the bills. Yeah, that's why he wanted bills, uh, for sure. And he like tips off the bouncer to like keep anyone else out. Yeah. Well, he keep everyone else out and it gives him some and then Santa pulls up right behind him. Yeah, and he tries to valet park his buffalo reindeer <laughs> oh yeah that was great too dumb joke but also goldberg is in incredible shape and they didn't like give him a fat suit in this or anything and the guy still goes what are you looking at fatty yeah he, like yeah, that dude is insane like muscular giant yeah he's like called fat like a couple different times throughout the movie and i'm like he looks, especially like later on, his shirt's off. It's like, no, this dude's just ripped. Yeah, Goldberg's huge. Yeah. And they didn't really give him a fat suit, at least that I've noticed. No, it didn't look like they did. Um, And then we get the whole strip club fights and all, everything in there. Yeah, I love how like before he goes to grab the stripper pole, he like stops and cleans it and then yeah, we'll grab it. <laughs> Yeah, which is a perfect 2020 joke. Oh, yeah. As as soon as I saw that, like, because I watched it just right before, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this is, like, really weird. <laughs> I know. It like, Goldberg knew. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's, like, all the workers. Well, because he just grabs the one girl and makes out with her for a second. And so the bouncers are obviously on him right away because that's a no-no. Yeah, she, like, gets pissed for a second. And then he points at the mistletoe and she's like, oh, okay. But the bouncers yeah. are, like, super pissed. Well, yeah, as they should be. Or right. That's their job. Um, and I love the fight between him and all the bouncers, because the bouncers go from being your typical bar workers and bouncers to almost, like, straight-up ninjas for a second, where they, like, jump up and grab the weapons and everything. Yeah, you're way overqualified for working at a strip club. Like, they're grabbing shovels and whatnot. They're doing backflips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're working at a strip club on Christmas Eve. You, surely you can be doing something better if you're this good at what you do. Which, out of all these, like, um security guard kills i think my favorite one is when goldberg tosses his, uh the security guard the stripper pole and he just kicks it up into the light oh yeah that's a really creative one yeah and at the end like santa obviously stands tall and looks at the strippers as naughty and burns the place down yeah he burns all the strippers which i love like it cuts to the um like, I don't know if it's the next scene, but it's a scene pretty close by where, like, the preacher is crying. And he's like, I want to, you know, we all need to pray for Dixie Normus and, like. <laughs> yeah, testicular. Test yeah. Like, all, all those names and everything. Um, no, but next we get the the next morning, which is now Christmas morning, and the kids open the presents. They're like, can we open our motherfucking presents now? They're like, and they, yeah, they're all like, bitch, can I open this fucking present? And they're like, sure, yeah. you asshole. <laughs> and exactly, everyone like is fine with this except for the what the grandma, and they open the presents and it explodes their faces off. And the grandma's like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, they're missing their heads. <laughs> yeah, which, the props for the headless bodies were hilarious. They look like mannequins. Oh, but... they were 100% mannequins that they fished out of, like, the Sears dumpster. Exactly. Um, but then, next, we get... Oh, this is where he makes it to the deli. And one, they're closed on Christmas, even though it's the Jewish deli or whatever. But why is he still there, the owner? Yeah, what is he actually doing? Was he stocking something? Or, like, he was just by a shelf. <laughs> it looked like he was just wiping stuff off. But if you've been closed since last night, you came in and you're still closed. Why are you still cleaning the glass? 
Yeah, and like either like, if you're going to be there, why aren't you open? And it seems like yeah. there's a pretty good Jewish community in this town because there's like a group of like um the ascetic uh, Jews walking around the streets. Yeah, exactly. Which he did pass by right before he went to the deli. Yeah, and he like that's... growls at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, now we're closed. He punches down the door. Well, he punches open the door. And I love before he punches the door completely open, he breaks the window, reaches and flips the sign to say open, and then punches down the door. And then immediately punches the glass. The glass shatters and the sign falls. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a nice little touch. Yeah, dumb little things like that. I love and that. And the owner starts throwing stuff at him, right? Yeah. And then this is the only wrestling move we see Goldberg do the whole movie. Oh, can I it, name the move? Is it a spear? You got it. Yes. Very good, Brett. <laughs> yeah, he does the spear through the deli glass. And he's like covered in cheese. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Goldberg probably honestly didn't want to do much wrestling stuff in it. Yeah, you can definitely tell, like, there's a few times, like, he'll, like, spin around or something that reminds you of, like, a wrestling move type thing. But for overall, it doesn't really remind you of, it's not like they're doing wrestling moves off of the top of the counter. Yeah, like, he didn't bust out the jackhammer or anything. We got one spear, so I was happy. Yeah. Um, And then he grabs the, is it, it's called a menorah, right? Right. Yeah, and does the Michael Myers classic kill with it. Which, that is such a great, it's another very inventive kill that you, I don't think I've ever seen before, someone getting killed with a menorah. <laughs> True. Um, like we said, almost every kill in this has something to do with a holiday theme. Um, and then, what What the fuck is this next scene, by the way? Where, uh, what's his name again? Oh, Nicholas is at some other convenience store buying gum. Oh what? yeah, Debo's what there. What is this? What? Debo's there. I know he is, but but why does is this scene here? Because there has to be a Friday reference in Santa Slay. I love like as soon as like he starts talking like the hip hop music kicks in underneath him. Yeah. And like how was... they set up the backstory for him, it's almost like he is Debo and he escaped like the hood. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You might be onto something. But yeah, like he's like, I want gum. He goes, well, gum guy didn't come because the accident last night. We only have this. It's like, smoking gum, I guess I'll try it. And he says, I left to come here because to escape all the crime. That's why this police scanner. And I this whole thing is a giant setup for why Nicholas knows something happened at the deli. It's like they were like, we have the guy who played Debo available. He said he would do it. What are we going to do with him? I don't know. I already finished the script. Throw, just make something up. And I love at the very end, like, he's like, kid, you forgot your change. And then he looks at the money, just does that nod. He's like, no, that's my motherfucking money. <laughs> he says, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. And he takes it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That whole scene is just ridiculous, though. It makes me smile every time when Debo shows up. I'm just like, yes, this makes no sense and it doesn't fit at all, but it's amazing. Um, so he gets there and he's in there when the cops show up. And I thought that was going to be a worse plot point than it was. Yeah. Originally, I thought that they were going to be like, oh, he did it. And then like he's arrested type thing. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Wouldn't right. It? No, they just let him go almost. They were just like, okay, we need to question you or whatever. Yeah, and I love what the one cop... One, they're making all these puns like, something about this doesn't seem kosher. Yeah. Um, But, like, they goes, grab those Amish guys out there too that saw something. (laughs) Yeah, I love that line. (laughs) (laughs) That that part made me laugh a a lot. Um, And then he's at the police station... Do you know what rule they broke that we just established last week? What? He tells the cops the truth. Oh, yeah, you never tell them that Santa did it. You said a man did it. Yes, but he's like, no, it's Santa. Santa. From a thousand years ago, he's actually evil, and 
again, remember, we're like, you gotta simplify it if you want their help. Yeah, you the you cannot explain exactly that Santa had made a thousand-year-old curling bet with an angel, and he lost, <laughs> but now he gets to be evil again. You just say, Santa man killed people, he was dressed as Santa. Yeah, the, the really ripped Santa you might see walking around right now, that's him. Oh, you mean that fat ass walking around with the giant guns? Like, <laughs> oh, should we also talk about that this town is named Hell? Oh yeah, because I it, it's like Hell froze over. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's so great, just <laughs> very nice. Uh, but yeah, he's telling the police the whole time. They they finally oh, there was a nice little touch like the cops outside the office when uh, Nicholas is talking to the captain are looking at all the murders and it's actually the shape of a Christmas tree, which was just a cool little touch. I thought that was neat. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's in there. They have like all the points. Like it kind of looks like a Christmas tree and it does like all the locations of the murder so far. Uh, of course it looks like a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. And then what the fuck happens next? Um, oh, then Santa shows up to the police station right after Nicholas leaves, pretty much. Right. And we get the ball tase. Oh, the ball tase? <laughs> yeah, he, he lifts the captain, who's also dressed as Santa, up and tases him in the balls. Yes. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, he kills him, walks out, uh, you see that he killed everyone else. And it's funny, remember how I just said about the crime map made a Christmas tree? Yeah. If you notice when he walks out, the one guy who's dead up against the wall there, he has all the crime pins in him in the shape of a Christmas tree. Yeah, I saw like the he guy with the map out. Yeah, with all like the little tiny like quarter inch long needles that killed him, I guess. Yeah, I almost think you'd have to kill him first, and that was just a little bonus. Yeah, you just need to pin him to the wall with those. <laughs> yeah, um, they get back to Nicholas's place, don't they? Yeah, they get back there and they um this is when he opens the door like extremely quickly when it took him 3 minutes before. And Oh, that's right. Uh, and they tell the grandpa, but the grandpa is completely okay with this story. Well, he's immediately like, "Did he follow you?" and they're like, "We don't know. We just came right here." <laughs> exactly. Another terrible decision. But anyway, I love that Christmas carolers show up outside. They're like, oh shit, Santa's going to kill them. We have to go save them. And then yeah. like, they run out the door and they go like, you have to leave. And they stop singing for a minute. And then like Santa starts grabbing them and throwing them. They immediately slam the door and lock it. They're like, well, you're fucked. Eh, they tried. Yeah, they did try. They did their best. I, I thought it, I thought it was going to be hilarious. Even if Santa wasn't behind them. If imagine like a bunch of Christmas carolers or there's someone opens the door like, go away, go, you have to leave. He's going to kill you. It's just like, <laughs> it's, oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> Did you ever see that video of people Christmas caroling misfit songs? No, that sounds awesome. Like it's all Danzig era misfit songs. There's a group of people just walking around singing misfits lyrics like outside houses. It's always funny because at first people come to the door like, and then they realize, wait, this isn't right, and then they just shut the door on them. I got something to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I turned into a Martian, and they're like, whoa. <laughs> Do they have devil locks? No, I don't think uh, they went full devil lock with it. That would have been perfect, though. Like, whenever it starts, like, have them have wear Santa hats, and, like, they start, and then they just pull the Santa hat up, and the devil lock falls down. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, Next, we get, like, Santa's at the house, so they all escape out to the garage. They could not have thought of something slightly more practical to leave on than snowmobiles. Yeah, this is also, like, well, like, I love, like, this entire bunker Grandpa's been working on forever is immediately destroyed. Oh, yeah. And then... The garage is fine. Yeah. And then this is when we get the great, like, Grandpa got run over by the reindeer line. <laughs> and right here, gave away our twist. Oh, yeah, about Angel Grandpa? Yeah, because it's like, I've been waiting for a long time for you, and Santa recognized him as talking to him, like... Oh, Grandpa's the angel. I was going to say, we've, uh, so far we have established, like, ten characters. So, yeah, it's not that hard to, like, say, oh, he's definitely the angel that beat Santa at curling. Yeah. 
Which <laughs> why curling? I just love that this entire movie revolves around curling. That's well, how it's because they... when they told the story, they talked about it's like sliding a stone across, and I'm like, so curling, right? And later we get the confirmation. Now, like, have you ever sat and watched curling? Uh, during the Olympics, I saw it one time. Like, I used to love, like, whenever the Winter Olympics were around, I would go to a bar, and usually curling would be on. And it's just all these, like, 20 to 40-some-year-old guys sitting around watching curling and drinking, and just being like, oh yeah, that was a pretty good one. I, I just <laughs> love that curling is the one sport that potentially me and you could be an Olympic athlete doing. Oh yeah, that I just have to either sweep or be able to, like push the stone uh, stone just right i know and i feel like one day i'm just gonna train for the olympics and curling and try to make it or like is bowling in the olympics i'm not i don't think so it should be that's pretty skillful you're not wrong it's probably also more of a sport than curling yeah but curling it did uh, curling is a great sport to drink along with because it's very yes. long it's like three and a half hours long <laughs> which we do not, we may not be Olympians, but I'm going to throw this out here. Uh, both me and Brett hold world records. Yes, I'll just we leave do. it at that. Yes, we are in the world record books. Yep, we are in the Guinness Book of World Records. It doesn't matter for what or what I, happened, but yep, we'll we are right in there. there. Yep. Students. Um, yeah, exactly. That was a fun day. Yeah, it was. Um, where we, we covered the grandpa got run over yeah, so by this, a buffalo yeah at this point it is when grandpa dies and um yeah and this starts our like 10 to 15 minute chase yes oh, okay is this the great yeah this is the great chase scene with like the i don't know why these shots like that very first shot of santa and the quote-unquote reindeer buffalo thing <laughs> like flying through the air and it does like a double shot of them i just love it so much it makes me laugh every time the camera work in this chase is amazing because it's your typical like action like snowmobile shots and then it cuts from like close-ups to his face to him looming over them and then first person view and like sometimes like you'll see him in the sky and he's moving other time it looks like they just have a picture of him and they're dragging across the screen like oh yeah 100 percent. and i i love like one we get so many ho ho ho's here and he has present bombs yeah presents that explode it's like very i mean once again joker-esque <laughs> yeah why is their plot to break into the school i don't know i don't remember why they're trying to break in. i don't well, think they said why right there they're canadian they are drawn to the hockey rink. That's safe. Was it like to get him to do the bet again? Yeah, I mean, it had to, the only reason I could see is that they set it up of there's a hockey rink in the school and they need to do curling. The one curling scene in this movie is not enough. There needs to be two. <laughs> what kind of rich bullshit is this, by the way, to have a fully functioning hockey rink in your school? Oh, do you know how much more I would have loved, like, playing uh, how do you do you say playing curling or playing football like i would have much rather curled oh yeah me too um yeah but they have a fully functioning hockey rink in the school but that's that's besides the point they break into the school after many failed attempts the mary gets in after nicholas fails many times and one they bust a hole through the window, and then she tries to crawl through the hole she broke in it instead of breaking the rest of the glass out first. Yeah, it and um, I love like it's this entire movie. It's kind of setting them up as like that they're going to be a thing by the end. But like, but she's I thought they were a thing at the beginning. <laughs> but she's already like, do I have to make every first move? And she's wearing like five layers of clothes, and he's like, I don't want to touch your chest. Yeah, that's. It's, again, just wild. That's all I could say. Great bad um, movie. <laughs> yes. I love that they get into the hallway that is super well lit for after hours, but he's struggling with a flashlight. Yeah, and I love, uh, well, the one, um, I don't know what his obsession with the flashlight is, but I love later on when Santa's on the Zamboni, and he's, like, trying to <laughs> shine the flashlight at him. He's like, I'm not fucking Dracula. It says, I'm Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was... 
<laughs> but yeah, when he's fiddling with his flashlight in the hallway that you can clearly see in perfectly. Yeah. Well, the, um, this hallway's lit way better than most horror movie like hospitals are. Yes. Um, and then he has like a glow stick candy cane, Santa. Yeah, that he breaks and then just immediately drops. Yes, I guess just to show that he had it. Yeah, they're just like, well, we made this prop, and it was too expensive not to use. Yeah, and we're going to use it, goddammit. That, that prop was a third of our budget. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're they're running. Oh, he spits fire now. Yeah, he spits hot coals out of nowhere. The only time I think he ever really does it. He does it twice. Two times in the whole movie. Here and then shortly after. Yeah. But, like, why weren't you using that this whole time? Yeah, I'm thinking, like, when they're flying and he's throwing the present bombs, why wasn't he just spitting his coal? Yeah, just spit two hot coals into their skulls and you're done. Yeah. But whatever. Then, then, like we said, they end up back in the hockey rink. Um, Tribute, shout out to Deadpool here because he tries to kill him on a Zamboni. Oh, yeah, I love that kill in Deadpool, where he's just like, it's going to take a minute, but I'm coming. <laughs> You're Worst about to get killed by a Zamboni <laughs> in five minutes. Yeah. Which I um, love that's also how he escapes is on the Zamboni. He just takes off. <laughs> oh, yeah, he drives it through a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we have our curling match and he throws the angel into hell, but he doesn't completely fall he makes his way out right like well uh, at this point well like grandpa angel reappears and this is where nicholas sees oh my god my grandpa was an angel nicholas uses this nutcracker that his grandpa invented to sh- shoot a chestnut at him that burns santa and because of course it has to be a nutcracker of course but whatever <laughs> And then, for some reason, the, after the whole angel reveal, Grandpa's okay, Santa escapes on the Zamboni. For some reason, Grandpa can't leave that room? Yeah, I don't really get that either. I mean, I guess it's because it's the type of thing of, like, I can't follow you on this quest, you must go alone. Yeah, I don't know. And, okay, so the Grandpa's over a thousand years old. Right. Because that was a thousand years ago. How is he still existing? Or, like, like, I mean, I know how he's alive, he's immortal, but, like, how is he existing among us without being noticed? Yeah, where, like, this guy keeps popping up, or he's been in this town, like, looking exactly the same for, like, 60 years. I also I, I love how they, they kind of set up that there's going to be sequels with Nicholas. He's like, well, maybe I have a power in me. <laughs> Oh, there is no sequel to be had. Oh, please make Santa Slay two in twenty twenty one. Oh, I, I would, I'd love it, but um, so yeah, he gets away. They're kind of after him because they think now's his only chance where he's basically mortal. And yeah, the, he, Grandpa's like Santa's lying. He is like he has no more powers. It's seven o'clock at the North Pole, or it's midnight at the North Pole. It's seven o'clock here. <laughs> yeah, and then oh, what does he say? The time Christmas is over when I say it's over. Yeah, he's like uh, the North Pole. All time is always. It's like okay. I mean, technically, he's right because all the time zones would run right to it. Yeah. Um. Then they go after him, and they find a group of hunters, and they say, "Do you want to? What do they say, reindeer or they're like flying um, what?" It's like, do you want to shoot a flying buck? Or it's something like that. They phrase it really weird. Yeah, and they don't believe them, but then they see it, and the whole army of hunters, for some reason, all out there start shooting at it. And the experienced hunters, like, this looks like a group of hunters, like, and friends have been hunting together for, like, decades. And they see oh, the, yeah. they see a flying buffalo and go, look, a reindeer! Oh my god. <laughs> And also, the one who hits it is Nicholas, the one who didn't know how to hold a gun until earlier, and called shotgun shells bullets, and did all these infuriating things. Yeah. Uh, He's the one who hits him, and it looks like he's dead, because guts fall everywhere. Yeah, and that's when you get the really quick reveal of uh, Mary, it was, what's her name, Mary? Yeah, Mary's dad, who has the bazooka. 
Oh, that's right. That's who hit some. I thought it was Nicholas because well, he's he, aiming. Uh, Nicholas is aiming, and I think it's one of those things like um, Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan where he's shooting the tank with the pistol, and then it explodes. Yeah. It's that kind of like bait-and-switch type scene. Yeah. And then, like we said, we're supposed to remember that Mary's dad's a big hunter, and he just got a bazooka, and oh. he's very happy about it. I love that she's like... Dad, where'd you get that bazooka? And it was like, oh, I forget what the guy's name was, but it's like, oh, Joe over there has uh, been saving up his Marlboro points for it. And he's like, you're welcome. <laughs> like he has like one of the voice like talk boxes like uh, Ned does. Is it Ned from South Park? <laughs> I don't remember his name, but who's always with Jimbo. Yeah. 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 It's And then so that's the end of it. They think it's the priest because. He fell into Santa's sleigh earlier, by the way. Long story short, he's dead after all that. So they think he's the Santa killer. Yeah, after the explosion, he got thrown from the sleigh and uh, impaled on a flagpole. Yes. And they're all like, oh, the priest did it. Which, honestly, pretty logical conclusion. But they're not asking, how is the priest flying with a flying buffalo reindeer? Yeah, like, the priest was magical? Yeah. <sighs> Power of Christ compels you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that I also um that they're like, oh, we're not gonna. Mary's like, we're not gonna tell, and Nicholas is like, why? It's over. It's like, well, there's next year. But Santa's dead. They think. Yeah, but they those two know that he's not. No, I think they think he's dead. No, because they see that it's the preacher, and Mary's like, are we gonna tell them? And Nick's like, no, it's it's over. Santa's gone. He's back to the uh, North okay. Pole. It was something like that. And then they kiss, and I think it's the end of the movie until it cuts to the airport. Yeah, and it's Santa in, like, full Harley gear out of nowhere, like West Coast Choppers. That was just Goldberg, I think, because he's a big motorcycle guy. Okay, because that's the most, like, that's probably one of the most wrestling scenes I would say in the movie is him all decked out like that. Cause he looks so much like a wrestler. Yeah. He, you can tell it's Goldberg there. He doesn't look like Santa anymore. His beard is tied down and everything. Yeah. And he checks his big sack as his only bag and the end. Yeah. I love it. So what does he just fly to the North pole, I guess, and wait until next year to go on another killing rampage. Well, one, there's no airport at the North pole. No, but, According to this lady, there is. There's a, it's a one-stop flight. Non-stop. There, you're not laying over anywhere. You're going right to the North Pole. And there's a lot of people on this plane. <laughs> yeah, why are so many people going to the North Pole? Yeah. like, I, mean, like, I could see if it was before Christmas. Maybe North Pole tourism would be up. But why now? This is the 26th. <laughs> yes. No. but And that's the end of the movie. Okay, we made it. Which overall, I love the movie. It's I watch it once every year for the last couple years during Christmas, and it's just a fun movie. Oh yeah, I definitely enjoyed watching it. I don't get me wrong; all my "what the fuck is this movie doing?" and me ripping it apart is done out of love. Like I had a great time watching it. Yes. Um. So yeah, that that was Santa's sleigh, which I just saw for the first time today. Yeah, I'm glad I got to introduce you to like a new Christmas themed horror movie because there I mean, there's a few really great ones out there, but there's not that many. No, um, as we had to narrow it down for this month, there's only one or two that we're not going to hit that we know of. Yeah, well, I mean, there's five Silent Night, Deadly Nights. We're not doing five Silent Nights in a row. <laughs> Yeah, come on. We're release one like we're do one every single day and release a podcast for like five days in a row. True. The third one has Bill Mosley. So what? Out of all like holiday horror movies, where do you rank this? Is this towards the top or no? I mean, I would say my favorite one has to be Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um. I know, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2's in there as well, like, pretty close to the top, just because it has so many great one-liners, and it's so bad. Oh, yeah. Like, Krampus is great. That's a yearly watch I have to do. I don't think this one would be in my top five favorite Christmas horror movies, but it would definitely be, like, probably maybe number six. Okay. So it's up there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't have anything else on it. I think you guys should watch it. It's a fun Christmas watch. I will say it was strange because I watched this and then Anna put on that Kurt Russell, the Christmas Chronicles after. Okay. And it was weird in my head separating. Oh, wait, this one's not from Satan. No, this Santa is okay. (laughs) Yes. So like that took me a little bit. They're like, where's all this one liners? Yeah. So and out of wrestlers and horror performances go. I think I still got to give the edge to Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, 100%. Like, he's so great in They Live. Um, He's really great in Hell Comes to Frogtown. I don't know if you ever saw yeah. that one. Like, it's really... I did not, but I, I've seen Live, but... Like, yeah, Hell, to- Hell Comes to Frogtown. It's really, really weird, but it is good. Yeah. It's like mutant and... giant human frogs. Oh. And then there's pro wrestlers versus zombies. Yeah, which we still need to. I do want to do one day with like a ruthless retrospective throbbing with horror crossover with like you and Rob. Yeah, that'd be a fun. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. You got anything else you want to add on this? Uh, I mean, not really on this one. Uh, do you think this will be one of your um yearly watches now, or? I imagine it'll make its way in there. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones. I like to put it on whenever you're like. If you're doing cookies or something, like we made them. Um, oh, yeah, we did make uh, not gingerbread men cookies, but we made like the shaped cookies. Oh, okay. And I tried to like do all the person looking ones because I put giant dicks on them. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire time, Liz and my mom are just like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, hey, at least I'm helping. <laughs> yep. They won't ask for that again. What Liz did make, because um, there was like a little bit of like cookie dough left. She did shape out a giant dick. There you go. I immediately ate. (laughs) Yeah. um, As long as it stays on YouTube, I'll put it that way. It'll make its way into my yearly watch. Yeah, I know it's on YouTube, and I believe it's also on Tubi for free. Oh, okay. If you have Tubi. Um, Which, if you guys don't have Tubi, I do recommend it, because there's a lot of great horror on there. They have Day of the Dead on there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And like Plan 9 from Outer Space and whatnot. Like, it's a free app and you do have to watch commercials, but it's free. Hey, yeah, that's how uh, Peacock is for me. It's free, the version I have. Or like, um, I love Pluto TV for, uh, they have like a couple pretty good horror channels on there. And there's the one channel that plays Mystery Science Theater 3000 24 7. How is that, the new one? Oh, uh, the new Mystery Science? Yeah, I liked it pretty good. I know it got a lot of hate online because it wasn't, you know, Joel or Mike. But I mean, Jonah, I thought did pretty good. It's not is of course it's not going to be the originals, but with that and like Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt, I thought it was really solid. Yeah, I, I like Patton a lot, so I'm always into stuff he's doing. Yeah, whenever it got canceled by Netflix, I was like actually pretty sad about it because it was like, I mean, it's not as good as like the old stuff is, but it never is going to be. Yeah. No, it's like, how usually Jay and Silent Bob reboot will never be as good as clerks. Just oh, because yeah. I think it's better than strikes back though. Uh, I mean, I put it exactly right with it. Yeah. I would say it's as good as that. Cause I remember like before I watched reboot, I was like, please God have this be good. I just want to like what Kevin Smith does. Please let it be good. And I loved it. <laughs> So, what do we have in store for everyone next week? Um, well, I mean, I know you've mentioned Krampus before. I love Krampus as well. Okay. Now, we're talking the 2015 one, right? Yes. Okay. Good. And, I have um, that one. I mean, uh, Christmas Evil was a really great one. Um, there's there's the Five Silent Night, Deadly Nights. There's uh, three Black Christmas ones. There's the original, a remake, and then another remake. <laughs> Yeah. I remember I saw the last remake in theaters. Okay, how, what did you think of it? It wasn't bad. It was PG-13, I, right? I don't remember. It wasn't awful. Cuz um well, I mean Bloomhouse put it out, I believe, and they've been like the kings of horror here recently. Oh yeah, I can't say enough good things about them. Which um speaking of like a, just a little bit of horror news here at the end, um Clive Barker uh retain has gotten back the rights to hellraiser oh no shit that's awesome 
Yeah, so I'm really hoping that um we'll get another good Hellraiser movie. Yeah, it's time. I know. would say after part two, the because re- I still like Hellraiser three. It's still fun, but it's not a good movie. No, it's been on ice long enough. It's time. Yeah, and we got like our great value fat hell like pinhead. We want Doug Bradley back. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, but that was a little bit of horror news I saw the other day on Twitter. So. Oh, that's awesome though. All right. Oh. Yeah, but, uh, I'm good if you're good. Yeah, that's all I got, man. So, um, oh, I did want to give a shout out. If you guys enjoyed, we put it on last week's episode for the first time. I'll be on this. Uh, that new theme, our friend Jesse, my friend Jesse did for us. And I, out of nowhere, too. He's like, hey, I like Throbbing of the Horror. If you want to use this, I sent to Brett. Brett liked it as well. So uh, big thank you for that new theme. Yeah, I love it a lot. Like, I was really impressed with it. And I was so surprised that like someone made that for us. Yeah, well, Jesse, I've Jesse's really good with music stuff. I've been in bands with Jesse a, a few times, so I I wasn't surprised, but I was really happy. Yeah, I love our new theme. That's gonna be the new theme, I'd say, from now on. Okay, I mean that's your shot. You can always pick that call. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Okay, well, make sure you guys check out all the other shows on the network: uh, Ruthless Retrospective, Theater Defeater, Geek Positive. Follow. Throbbing with Horror on Twitter and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's um at Throbbing Horror. Yeah. And then uh you can follow um me at my personal Twitter. It's at, at Tellemgwarth. Um if you can spell that, good luck. <laughs> T-E-L-L-E-M-G-W-A-R-T-H. Yes. And if you'll follow me on Twitter, it's at Greg Ames at G-R-E-G-A-I-M-S. Yeah, well, um, you have a Good night, man, and uh, stay spooky and pleasant nightmares. Rip off mine. Throb away. Throb away.